0: Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Come on, good morning. Is God good to us or what? Amen? Amen. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Tell your neighbor, say, you look great today. Would you do that? Tell your neighbor today, you look great today. And, uh, man, tell him that. Tell the person on the other side, you do too. Come on, tell him that. Come on. I'm turning the jacuzzi off up here. Amen. All right. Well, let's... uh, Man, let's just let's man, let's celebrate all that God's doing today, man. We see the baptismal up this morning. Going to be celebrating some lives being changed, and it's going to be a good time. And uh, if you have not registered for baptism, but the Lord is saying you need to get baptized today, we always keep towels and extra clothing over here at this table, so uh, you feel free if the Lord speaks to your heart. Walk in obedience, amen? And, uh, and I encourage you to do that. But again, welcome to Faith or New. Year. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome all those who are joining us on our online family this morning. So glad to have you tuned in. Please comment, say hello, let us know where you're watching from. But uh, again, those in the room, if it's your first time, thank you. Thank you for coming. We really are excited to have you. Let them know, Faith and New, you're glad they're here. Yeah, please make yourself at home God is doing some incredible things here, and man, we're so blessed that God has sent you here to be a part of that. So thank you for coming today. Jump in, make yourself at home. Amen? Well, who brought a Bible to church? Anybody? Yeah, if you brought your Bible, turn with me, if you would, to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. And... um. If you did not bring your Bible, um, the words will be on the screen for you, uh, as always. Um, or if you uh, have the Version Bible app on your phone, you can click on that app right now. Click More, and then Events, and you will be able to see uh, this message laid out for you. All the points, passages. And save it and share it, I always say that, save it and share it. It's important to do that as well, but um, Luke chapter two, known um as in a lot of places uh, read right around this time of year uh as the Christmas story. Hey, Amen, anybody love Christmas? Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, man, I love this season and all that it brings and um Luke chapter 2, I want to read, uh, I won't read all of Luke chapter 2, it's all good, but for sake of time, I'll read verses 8 through 14, and so I want to pick up in verse 8, it says this, now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night, and behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. Yes, that would be too. But is that not a while to think about? Being out in the middle of a field, keeping sheep and, oh, and this glory. Good gracious. That's, that's so cool. And this is what he says in verse 10. He says, then the angel said to them, do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings of Say this with me, great joy. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was, with the angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Next week we will be talking about peace, but today we're going to be talking about something else. And I want you to join me in prayer if you would this morning. So Father, we're just again so honored, so humble, blessed and thankful that we can gather in this room this morning, we can gather in homes and be in a place God where your work can go forth. And Lord, I just pray today for a release of joy. Yeah. <clears throat> Father, I pray for just a release of joy and to the people today, Lord. And then I just pray, God, our hearts are open to receive, God, all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, would you say it with me? Amen. 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 That means let it be. Come on. Amen. We're in a series, if you don't know, we kicked it off last week. This is week two of a series called For Unto Us. And um, we'll be again ending this uh, series in two weeks on Christmas Eve. And last week I shared with you the first thing that in this series we really wanted to focus on that I feel like God is releasing. And we talked about last week, hope. Hope. Man, I tell you, it was amazing what God has done just since Sunday of last week, one week ago, how hope has been released into some hopeless situations. I'm telling you, man, it is amazing what the Lord has done. I'm not going to tell everybody's testimony because I'm going to let them share that one at different times, but God has shown up in hopelessness and released hope, and marriages have been, been, been restored, lives have been changed, debt cancellation has happened. There's all kinds of things that's happened in one week since hope has been released. Amen. And I tell you, I said it last week. It was I knew from and again, I I knew he put it on my heart that the wait is over. And I want to declare it again, man, that the wait is over, that is being released and that hope is here. And it's a living hope that we have in Christ. And so, again, I'm so thankful. I feel like I could talk more about hope. And uh, we'll do it again sometime. But right now, I want to talk about the second thing I know God wants us to Zero in on. During this series, and this is this, it's joy. Who come on. Anybody need more joy in your life? Amen. If your joy meter is full, I, 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 good. Praise the Lord. Amen. But you might be sitting beside somebody this morning who needs more joy in their life. And it is what hope does. Hope releases and brings and produces joy in our life. And so I want to talk about it today. There are a few things, again, that when I think about joy, I could talk about and I just want, I kind of narrowed it down to three this morning that what I believe, man, where there is joy, And the first one is this: there is joy in his presence. There is joy in his presence. And we just read, and I want to just look at two verses from Luke 2 again, 10 and 11. It says this, Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. He came for all. He came for everyone who will put their faith in him. And he says this in verse 11, For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Now this is such a, beautiful passage. Again, we, we look at that here at Christmas, but man, I, I don't know if you really captured what, again, was, was happening in that moment, that it was in the presence of God that joy was released. Now, I, I want us to the best of our ability right now to put yourself in, a, in for just a moment in the place of those shepherds. Now, I love it. I, I, I love that we see him come, and, and he uses the magi, and, and again, they're in a different place in life. But this message come to shepherds, and it was, it was, it was super cool because, man, this may not have not been the most prestigious position in, in, in that area. But God said, I'm going to come to all, the lowest of everyone. Again, I'm going I'm to come to them, and I'm going to bring joy with me. And this is what happens in the story. Those guys get together like, man, let us go see this thing. Let us go witness this. And can you for just a moment think about when they walked into that stable that day and there was a baby laying in a manger and it was the Savior of the world. They they came into the presence of, of a king Now, just my mind, it just races and to think about the joy that they had in that moment to be able to witness the king of kings, the, 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 the one who came to this earth as savior of the world. They had the opportunity to go into his presence and bow before the presence of the Lord. And you know something? We have that opportunity still today. Amen. He's not laying in a manger anymore, but we have access today into the throne room of God to be able to enter into the presence of God anytime we like and we can bow before him and I promise you this every time you go into his presence the joy meter will begin to increase in your life amen the joy will be released because there's something about encountering him now, I love it in Psalms chapter 16, verse 11, we see another shepherd in Psalm 16, a guy who pens these words again by the power of the Holy Spirit speaking through him. He says in verse 11 of Psalm 16, we hear the words of a guy named David who says this, you will show me the path of life and in your presence is fullness Of joy. It's in his presence. It is in your presence, God, there is fullness of joy. And what else? At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Oh man, if, you, if you're if you wondering like what kind of church is, is Faith Renew going to become in 2024? A, a presence church. A, a church who's going to pursue Him. Keep preaching the Word of God. Keep worshiping Him because those things according to Scripture causes Him to come into the room when you open up His Word. Gather in His name. Worship Him. He's seeking that and He will come into that place. And so we're going to go after the presence of God. We're going to keep going after Him. Why? Because it produces is joy in our life. Now, I think what can happen and we have to be very careful to make sure we don't allow this is that to, we need to make sure in his presence we are present. It's important. You can read stories in the Bible. Like, you know, we see the shepherds who recognized he was the Savior of the the world. And they bowed before him and experienced him in such a beautiful way. But you can read other stories of people who were in the presence of Jesus, the King of kings, the Savior of the world, and were not present in that moment. Totally missed that God was with them in that place. Now I, I, we got to talk about it because it's a reality. Um, uh, we're in a very high tech world today, and most folks have you know mobile devices or some type of electronics that they look at and use. And, and is it frustrating that like when you're having a conversation with someone? Or you're supposed to be having a conversation with someone. And and, and during that conversation, you're just looking at the top of their head because they're holding the mobile device and they're not present in your presence. Amen. Now, um, I just, um, you know, we have to repent before the Lord, confess our sins and faults one to another. This happens in the Rogers household. Uh, just like it happens in your household, and uh, but we we've started doing something, and uh, and I you know we just kind of got tired of that, so we we started doing this. Like when that would take place, and we wanted to have a conversation or talk. We started doing it this way. Well, well I'm just going to wait for you to get done. You, you good? Yeah, yeah, okay. So now we now we, and we have a conversation. But how often is God in this place? are in our presence and we miss it because where our minds are somewhere else we're we're in an, another place and we're, we're looking at things and we're checking out the latest sales and um, that are uh, or, or, or that you can uh, f- find in uh, or maybe you're texting or whatever again but we all again we, we get busy and things happen or whatever but make sure that man when you have the opportunity to be in the presence of God that you're present in that moment because the presence presence. presence of the Lord will produce joy in your life. Amen. It will release that to you. It will bring freedom to you. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse 17 says this, and man, what a powerful passage. He says, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, There is liberty. There is freedom today. There is joy in his presence. And so, man, I want the presence of the Lord. And and I'm telling you, you, you look for that thing so many times in the wrong places. And if you're not looking at it in the presence of God, you'll never find the joy that he has for you. I don't know if you know the song. The song is joy to the world, not joy from the world. The world can't give it to you. They cannot give you the joy that you're searching for today. It is only found in Christ, and he is the only one. And so, again, his presence, you know where it is? It's in this place today. And it's going to produce joy in your life, and it's going to release something in you. And I believe its I, I want more of the presence of God in my life. And there's greater measures, There's greater opportunities. And so, again, we're going after all that God has. And so, again, that's the place we can find it. So if you've been looking for it in the world, you'll never find it. We sing it, man, this joy we have. The world can't give it. Didn't give it, can't give it, and they can't take it either. And so again, it came from the king. And so again, it came from him because it's in his presence. Yeah. Now, secondly this morning, it's not just there's joy in the presence of the Lord. There is also a greater measure of joy that we can have in our life, and it is produced in obedience. Now, this is a, uh, just as real as it can get, just as true as, as I could share right now because I'm going I'm to read a passage that Jesus, that, that babe in that manger who, who, who became the man, Christ Jesus for us, in chapter 15 of the book of John, he says this in verse 9. Jesus speaking, red letter, he said, As the Father loved me, I also have loved you because they're one, man. They're ooh, so beautiful. And, uh, and abide in my love. Now, this is what so it says. I also have love. Abide in that love. You know it's possible to get out of the love. It's not, a, it's, it's not possible for him to stop loving you, but you can get out of that place of abiding in what he has for you. It's possible. You'll, you'll see this because it's in that presence. It's in that place with him. It is, it is with him when we abide there. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. You, you love your kid, and there's things that you want to release to your children, or things you want to get in them, but if they're not abiding in that, if they're not like going with you, traveling with you in that place when you release that, they're missing out on it. Do you love them? Yes. Do you want more for them? Yes. But they're not there. They're not present to receive what is available to them. And so he says, it's abide there. Then he goes on. Now, Jesus said it in verse 10, if you keep my commandments, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Like, so how do, how do we stay in that place? Again, not the love doesn't change. Our abiding does. How did, What does that look like? We keep his commandments. And he's not talking about the set of ten, the list. I, I believe those are, that's a great list, by the way. But it's not the ten commandments. not what he's talking about. This is greater than that. It's bigger than that. This is what obedience to his commandments is. Doing what he said. That's it. Like, what, what did he say? We know what he says is from his word. And so we go to his word. It's listening to him. And when he speaks to us, it's going to confirm his word. But he goes on to say this. Now, again, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments. Jesus did this. He walked in obedience while he was here. And abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full Ooh, so that it's possible for the tank to not be on full today, and, and it's possible today to have some joy, but to have more of it available to you today. I don't, I don't know if you ever go to the gas pump, and when you're putting the gas in, in the gas pump, you have the nozzle, and and if you're like me, like it has to be like stopped on it on the zeros numbers, what the goal. You know that used to be so easy. Like you know, you could push the nozzle, hold it for. Two or three seconds, and you're still just in it. Now you push the nozzle, and you've spent three more dollars. Oh, man, you squeeze it, and this it goes that quick. But it means this. It means like I, I want it, like, full so that when I leave, I don't have to come back here until I, but I want it full. There is a measure of joy today that can be so full in your life that God has for you, and that is released to us. He gives that to us. How? By just walking in the plan that he has for us, walking in obedience according to his word. And this is what he said in 1 John chapter 2, verse 3. He says this, Now by this we know that we know him. What does it look like? If I know God or not, how do I know? If we keep his commandments. If we're walking in his will, if we're walking in obedience to his plan and to what he has spoken. Now, I'm telling you, I absolutely love it when I see people walk in obedience when God speaks to them. He does too. But why? Because it produces joy in their life. Now, this, this past week, again, it's been a busy week, like most of you have had busy weeks, and we find ourselves a lot of times using that mobile device, but my phone was was going off pretty active this week, and, and it was, I had some really great calls and some great conversations, and God did some great things. One of those was really super cool. Uh, on Thursday morning, I received a text from someone who's a part of our church family, part of this house, and again, man, they're just I've seen God do so much in their life since they've been here. They said, Hey, can we get together? Can we have a conversation? I was like, Hey, you know, we can talk right now if you want to call or whatever. They ended up calling me. It was just so cool. We were talking about life, having a good time sharing. And then I could sense that there was something that they wanted to say that was just like different. And they, and they, and they said this, they said, um, the Lord has kind of like spoken to me. He's, he's, put something on my heart, and I want to, I want to be obedient. Um, the Lord's told me to write a check to Faith Renew Church for $10,000. Come on, amen. Yeah, give God praise for that. And it was, I was like, man, and, it, and he said this. He was like, man, it, but and, and God, God to use this as a catalyst to, to, to build faith for people to like step out. And you got to understand, it wasn't like there was just an extra 10 laying around. Like, I mean, it wasn't just that, but God spoke to them and they walked in obedience. Now it was beautiful because man, uh, two grown men sitting there crying, you know, talking to one another. And uh, I-, I don't believe he was crying because God told him to write the check. I don't, <clears throat> I don't, I don't think he was crying for that reason. I wasn't crying because he was writing a check and, uh, but we both had tears of joy. There's, there's there's actually tears that you can have, that you can shed, and it's not tears of sorrow, it's tears of joy. And he was crying, and I was crying. Why? Because this is what was happening. Someone was walking in obedience, and it was releasing joy into their life. And, man, when they did that and when they said that, I was like, man, I was like, man, we're just going to be able to keep doing more of what we're already doing. Amen? And I was I was just celebrating. I was like thinking about it. Roy just got back from a week ago and, and he was sharing with me this week he said man he said while I was there I, we were able to feed over 150 families for over two weeks because of the seed that was sown by this church that he carried And I saw we can just do more of that Amen. We can just keep making Jesus known more on this level globally. Keep taking the next steps that God has called us to do. Why? Because of obedience. And it produces joy in our life. What is it today God is asking of you? It may be a check. It may be you to witness to that person that you've been holding back on. It may be to extend that invitation that God has told you to do. Walk that out today. That's what obedience is. It's hearing from God, doing what he asks you to do. Go out and release that and give that to them and release that thing in their heart. Oh, man, uh, I got called after last week's message, a hope dealer. Amen. And so uh, I was like better than the alternative amen come on amen i was like man be at just just walk in obedience go out and give that and and i'm telling you man spirit of god spoke to my heart there's some who have done the other and god is turning it around bringing joy into your life and you're gonna start giving something away and not charging because it's already been paid for amen god's already paid the price but man what happens when we walk in obedience it produces a joy in our life, and the Scripture says this: "This is what He wants. He wants your joy meter to be full. He wants it full. How? Get in My presence. Go after His word. Do what He's asking. Go, go after the things that He says. There's joy in His presence today. There is joy in obedience. So just ask the Lord, God, what are you, what are you saying to me? And again, I know I know what we can do. We can open up his word. And that's one of the ways that we hear from him. We pray and ask him to confirm. We, we listen to him. And this is what happens so many times. We're missing out on joy in our life because we just haven't done what he said. I want that for you. God wants that for you. I've seen and I know what it can produce in our life. So again, there's joy in his presence. There's joy in obedience. And thirdly, this morning... There is joy in salvation. There is joy in salvation. Anybody, any, any saved folk, if faith are new this morning, anybody, anybody saved, amen? If you're not saved, you're in the right place this morning to receive salvation and that produce joy in your life. We're going to celebrate, and it's a. I love, I love baptism. because it's just a picture of joy. It's a picture, and it's a celebration of salvation and what God has done in someone's life. And it's incredible, and I, I really believe this. I believe Jesus' joy is the absolute best. I mean there is nothing that can compare to what He has for us and this is just the truth. Christians should be the most joyful people on the planet. We should be the most joyful people on the planet. It doesn't mean we're always the happiest. does not mean everything goes our way because we're Christians. If some of you if you read the Bible, it, some things can happen. you know some stuff can go on. But this is what can take place in the middle of every situation. You can still have joy. You can still have joy. My joy, I've just decided, and we need to choose joy. Amen? It's something you make a choice to choose. I've decided my joy is not based off my circumstances. And so, again, we go after that. And, and there's some, I really feel like, man, this is going to help, help us. Like, because some of you, you've been making uh, invitations to folks. You've been asking people to come. You've been, been kind of talking. You're using the right words. It's not like you're saying anything wrong. You're doing it with the right motive, the right heart. And I really believe that. But I think a lot of times, listen, if we're not showing and, and letting others see the joy that we have as believers, They're not going to want what we have if they don't see the joy that God gives. And so it's incredible. So what is God wanting to do this morning? He's wanting to make you joyful and and, and fill you with this thing. So even if you say the wrong thing, even if you don't do it right, and and even if your motives can get out of whack sometimes, but you have the joy of the Lord that only he can bring. Somebody's going to say, I want what they have. I need that in my life also. Yeah, I'm coming to church. Yeah, I'm going to go with you. Yeah, I want this God that you've been telling me about because I see the joy that is in your life. This is a beautiful thing that God gives. Now, this is so important. That crazy guy named David, who in Psalm 16, where we read, who was out there, man, going after God, experiencing the presence of the Lord and realizing the joy that the presence of God brings, who was out there, I mean, just like, I mean, just the Psalm we just read, in your presence is fullness of joy. found himself, and we read about it in Psalms 51. We f- he finds himself in a place where he has lost the joy that he once had. Now, it's, it's, I'm saying this because um, it's clear, I believe, from the story that we see here that where, again, <clears throat> obedience produces joy in our life disobedience drains it. Because David, this guy who was once crazy after God, man, who, who was like, I mean, who did not care I mean, you know, he didn't care who saw him, what they thought. Him and his wife had a conversation about how radical this guy was, how how, how, man, again, how unashamed, how undignified he was. It was because he had a joy in his life, and he did not care about what anyone else thought. He didn't think about what a, what a sheep <clears throat> thought about him out in the field. It did not matter to him because he was going after God. But he found himself. In a place of disobedience, it's opened up the door opened up with lust, sexual sin, and I'm telling you, still one of the greatest enemies today of, of destruction in the lives of God's people. And so we see what happens here. It opened up a door. He went from there to committing adultery. He went from there to setting up murder. He went to the place of disobedience, and he found himself, according to what he said and God wrote through him, he found himself in a place without the joy that he once had. And in Psalms 51, I'm thankful for just the transparency of Scripture and of the guys that we see here, we read about, because this man after God's own heart was not perfect, nor are we. And this morning, he says, a great reminder, if today you've lost joy, maybe that you once had it or you've been seeking it in the wrong places, that he cried out to God in verse 12 of Psalm 51, and he said these words to him, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. I, and I, I love what God does. He, and he does the same thing for us. When we cry out to Him, He answers, and He releases and he gave back to Him and restored to Him, and we can see in Scripture for us beautiful passages. Of, I mean, of what salvation can do. But I want to tell you about one that happened this week. Um, you know, again, you know, like I said, just we're all it's a busy time of year for everyone, and phones again they're blowing up. It's just a lot happening. Um, mine went off uh, Wednesday night. After our service um, that we had, it was—it was, it was as a matter of fact, if you're not here on Wednesdays, we're going in and we go in on Ephesians and we've been just, man, God's been really just showing us some cool things in that book. It's been so much fun. But about 9:45 or so, I was—I was heading out and heading home, and um, phone went off. Checked it a little bit later, and I got in. And um, uh, y'all like how I said I wasn't texting and, and driving. Y'all see, I just I slid that in there. When I got home, uh, I, I checked my text. Uh, but <clears throat> it was a true story. I didn't pull it up. But um, I looked at it, and it, it was from someone who had been at our church one time. Um, and, and when I say that, you know, again, there's power and great power in just an invitation. I'm, I'm saying that because I have seen that over and over and over happen and what what can take place if someone in our church part of our church family had been standing an in invitation that person came it was it was like i believe now two to three weeks ago when they came it only been one time they got my number from that person and they reached out to me and they said hey is it possible for us to get together and talk and um went back and forth uh with a few texts um Finally, we were able to to make it happen. Uh, so, we, Friday morning, uh, he met here. in My office he's right here, to the right of the stage. Friday morning, we we met here and and we sat down in my office and we just began to talk. And um, it was just cool. It was, you know, the guy was in a place where he had a, has a lot of questions about life. Been there, amen. I was needing some direction about life, and and we just began to talk about several things. And and it was it was a good time. I really liked this guy. He was. He was Matter of fact, here at our nine AM today, really super cool. And uh, but we were um, we were talking and talking about life and about direction and all these types of things. And I, the door was closed, but I I really almost like spiritually, I felt like it just kind of opened up. And and the Holy Spirit like walked into the room and said. This is bigger than just life right now. This is eternal life that I want to deal with this morning. And and I was like, I was just like thinking, like, okay, Lord, like, what, how do I, what do I do? Um, how's this work? Like now, again, been there, talked to him, but I was like, man, I, I, first time I ever talked to the guy. Again, you know, other than a handshake on that Sunday morning that they came. And um, I was thinking about it, and again, it's how my mind works. Please pray for me more. I'm serious. Y'all pray for me more. I need that. But that's how my mind works. Uh, you know, he since the Holy Spirit's like, hey, this is bigger than a career. This is more. There's more going on here, and and I, so I've been reading Luke two this week, and you know, an angel, if you don't know, is a messenger. It's all that it is. And you know, again, how many of us we're called to be messengers? And so, like, I, I've, I've kind of like I've been reading Luke two. Called to be a messenger to this guy. I almost like just stood up, you know, like, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to offer for the Savior of the Lord is born. And I didn't. And um, he probably appreciated it, Um, uh, but I wanted to. But I was like, what am I supposed to say, God? Just give me the words. Just let me, I, I just want you to tell me again. I've read the book, know what it says. It was just so clear God was just like just tell him. So we just began to talk and I, I began to talk matter of fact I used kind of like what you know our seasons and you know times of year and the, that we celebrate certain things and I'm like, hey you know we're coming up on Christmas and I started talking about Christ coming and and I, and I started talking about it. I come to find out again not not a believer um, and I began to share with him that this Jesus who comes and we're celebrating it right now for unto us came for him and i'm um, just began to talk and just begin to share and i said yeah we're celebrating it right here in christmas bro and this is kind of like what all is going on right now and kind of hit easter man you know i was like hey yeah you know what we're celebrating there is that that jesus that that came grew up and he took upon all the sin of the world including mine and yours and he took that to the cross, and he, and he gives his life. Like he dies in our place for our sin, for mine and yours. And, and I said, we celebrate on Easter, and as a matter of fact, we celebrate every Sunday here, um, is that the resurrection of Jesus on the third day took place, and that, that God who came and gave his life is alive today forevermore. Just tell, just, just tell him about Jesus. Because, again, it's, it's good news of great joy. I just begin to tell him that Jesus also did this. He ascended to heaven, and he's going to come again one day. And everyone who places their hope and faith in Jesus will be saved and receive the joy of salvation. And, and just began to talk, and I said, man, that included you, and it included me. And as the Spirit of God was drawing, I said, hey, um, would you today, like, to give your life to him and surrender and receive this gift that I'm talking about today. And Friday morning in my office, about 11 a.m., that guy gave his life to Jesus. (laughs) Amen. I found myself again, two grown men crying together. Amen. I'm finding myself in that position a lot lately. Amen. But two grown men for totally different reasons. But what was the center of it all? It was the joy that Christ brings. And that today, listen, the joy of salvation is here today. And it filled that place. It filled that room. And it fills the heart of everyone today who puts their hope in Him. And I'm serious when I say this. I believe the joy in that room I had just as much as He had. I really believe it. Why? Because, listen, when God uses us and uses you, and this is what I want you to see, God's called you to be a messenger. He's called you to carry the good news. He's called you to proclaim the good tidings of great joy will be for all people because Christ has come, and today we can experience the joy of the Lord forever. Amen. Can we stand to our feet? Give God a praise offering right now like he's so worthy of. Can we just put our hands together and celebrate Jesus? Oh man, thank you, Jesus. I want you this morning to please, if you can, to just take a moment, bow your heads, close your eyes, and I want you to don't leave if you don't have to leave. Just because I, I want you to do this, I want you to be present right now in His presence. Can we do that right now? Just be present today in His presence. That we today recognized. That he's in this place. That, that we all help King Jesus. We, we recognize that you are here, God. You are in this room. What I love about the Holy Spirit, he's with you watching right now. He's where you're at right now. He's with you. And I want to be present right now in the very presence of God. And I want to receive today. I want all that he has. I want it. Why? Because it produces joy full joy in our life. And as hands are bound, and eyes are closed, I want to take this, this morning, I want to take those three points that I talked about and the, the presence of God, the obedience of God, the salvation of God. I, I just really feel led to just kind of just turn those upside down for a moment, flip those over. And I want to talk to you this morning, first of all, here, in closing about that point three one more time. And it's the salvation of the Lord. We're getting ready to celebrate those who have received the salvation of the Lord. Oh man, what a beautiful thing! What an amazing gift that is today for us. And I believe this morning the, the Lord wants to do this. He wants to bring joy into your life. How's that begin with His salvation? Would you place in your full faith and hope and trust in him? And his heads are bowed, and eyes are closed in this room. I believe there are some today that God is speaking to. Please, it just, all obedience is this. is just hearing and doing what he says. And this is what I, he may be saying to you this morning. Give me your whole life. Give me everything. I'll give you salvation. I'll bring joy today to you. For some of you, this may be for you the first moment of salvation you've ever encountered. You may be hearing this good news and that I'm speaking about maybe for the first time, or maybe you've heard it for years. But today is becoming alive in your heart. That may be where you're at. But if the salvation of the Lord today is what you need, and I want you to, I want, I want, I really feel like this is what He's wanted to do, because I believe there's two places that that we can look at here in this. The first one is the salvation that comes in him, that comes from him, that we are called to walk in and be full in. But I believe some of you have found yourself this morning. You find yourself in a place a lot like David. And if you've been saved, maybe you follow Christ at one time, but maybe you're not walking in the joy of your salvation. So I want this, I feel this for both. Whether you're receiving him for the first time, maybe you're recommitting your life, or maybe you're just wanting to receive and step in and encounter today the joy that salvation brings. I don't, I'm not going to ask you, I do this so often, please raise your hand. And I'm not going to ask you that right now. I want to do something so much, so much bigger. I want to invite you into the presence of God. And there's joy there. (laughs) There's salvation there. And so today, listen, if you need salvation or if you need the joy of your salvation restored, I want to invite you to step out from where you're at. Have someone bring you down just however you need to do, whatever you need to do to get here, but get here to this morning. And you can come to the left or to the right. But I want you to come this morning, and I want you to say this. I need the salvation of the Lord. And every Christian in this place right now has done this. They've come to some moment in time. Where they receive the gift of grace, the person of Jesus, they receive salvation in their life. So if that's true this morning, if you're unsaved, or if you're if you're not know, walking in the fullness of the joy of salvation this morning, you should not be where you're at right now. You should be in the front of this church right now. So just I want to make that understanding. And if that's you right now, I also want to do this, I want to speak to that second point. I want to take it backwards right now. Again, I want to talk about obedience. There's some of you you're saved you know Christ but there's some areas of obedience that God is calling you into. There's some things He's asking of you, and listen it's, it's it's only right now hindering the joy that you're experiencing in Him, and so He wants you to do it. He wants you I want to see you walk in it. Why? That your joy may be full. So this morning, if there's an area of obedience that God is calling you into, this is all I want you to do. Now raise your hand. I want you to step out and just begin to come right now. And I promise you, you're not going to be by yourself. You want the fullness of that. You want to walk in obedience that God is calling you into. Listen, just come. If you need salvation, come. Need the joy of that, come. Now I want our prayer team to begin to pray over these. Now this is what I want us to do as a church. In just a moment, we're going to celebrate baptism, the joy of salvation, and celebrate what that does. But as our worship team sings, this last song, as far as in this moment, if you want more of the presence of God in your life, that point one today, you just want to walk in the presence of God. You want to just experience the joy that that brings. I want you, as they minister in a song, to take this time and just worship the Lord. Spend this time going after God right now. And I want to invite you to take another step. I invite you to come in down to an altar and just believe in the power of so much of what God does in these places, in these moments. But I want to invite you to do this this morning. Get with the Lord, experience the joy and the presence that salvation can bring. And if you're getting baptized, I want to invite you to do this. You can go ahead and get dressed, get ready, and meet us right over here in our connections room. We're going to meet you right right here to my, to my right. and uh, we're going to join you there in just a moment. If God's calling you to be baptized, you didn't sign up this morning. You have an opportunity. Come, stop by this table, We'll help you get the clothing or whatever you need there. But as a worship team ministers this hug, I want you to spend this moment. please do this. Don't get distracted. Don't worry about anyone else. Be present in His presence right now. Yeah, just be present in His presence right now. and then just joy spending time with Him today. Salvation is happening. Obedience is taking place in this room. People are seeking Him, and joy is here. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a like lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.